Hello, friends, and welcome to Wednesday Night Dinner. Welcome back to Wednesday Night Dinner, the Catholic Terps podcast. This week's episode is sponsored by the Space Heaters at the CSC, keeping everybody warm during finals week, unless the breaker switch flips, and then <laughs> and then we're all just cold anyways. So, you know, it works. Um, <laughs> but I am your host, Sarah Hall. And I'm your co-host, William Pellegrino. And we are here this week with the very... Special Christine Johnson. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> so, Christine, we start off every episode with a high-low GMO. Would you like to go first, or, like, we could kind of start it off for you if you'd like? Um, I will go after you. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, all right, so for the listeners, Will and I are actually – this is our second mm. episode that we're recording today, and so we're going to, mm. like, pre-record with, like, mm. what we think our high-low GMOs <laughs> will be for next week. Um, but I can start. Um, okay. So I think my low for next week will definitely be, um, like the semester is going to be finishing up. We're going to be like leaving. Um, and so it's always just kind of a low, like leaving campus again. Obviously it'll be nice to see my family for a couple of days. Um, but I don't know. I just, I like being on campus. It's just kind of nice. And, um, yeah. So I think, though, my high will probably be kind of related to that. Uh, definitely getting to see my family because just during the semester, especially with like COVID this semester, it was like hard to see people um, and like not wanting to go home too often. And so, yeah, definitely going to be a high just like spending time with them. Um, it'll be a really chill Christmas, but it'll be awesome. Um, and then, oh my God moment for next week. Okay. Um, so this kind of relates well. Our last episode was, uh, talking to Hannah about kind of the Advent Bible studies and like what preparing for Christmas this year has been like. And so what I'm thinking, a God moment that I'm looking forward to is going to be, um, just kind of experiencing Christmas for the first time, like going through Advent, thinking about things like that. And so, yeah. <clears throat> I guess I'll go second. I think the low moment's super easy to pinpoint, although I haven't experienced, the fu- the waiting period on final exam grades is by far <laughs> the most stressful period of my entire life. Oh, definitely. And so it hasn't happened yet, but it's going to happen. And that most certainly is going to be the low moment. On terms of what's going to be the high is... It's obviously going to be the Christmas festivities that go on. I mean, Santa Claus is going to be, like, on my front, like, porch in person. <laughs> you know, going to have all this, that, and the other. But being able to spend Christmas with family, although it's pro- it's not going to be as widespread, probably not going to have extended family due to COVID and all that. Yeah. Still an opportunity to be able to sit with my family, be able to enjoy and celebrate Jesus' birth is always a high moment of the week. And then... In terms of God moments, I personally, Christmas Eve or Christmas Day, like going to Mass on Christmas, I really love because we have, as we talked about last week, this all this preparation going up, and then you have all the music, you got all this, that, and the other going on kind of in a big celebration for Jesus' birth at Mass on Christmas. 
And so seeing that it's just a opportunity to allow God to come in and really appreciate this gift of Jesus coming down and being born to save us. So I definitely say all predictions, but I have a pretty good feeling that those are going to be my high, low, and GMOs for the next week. All right. How about you, Christine? Hmm. I think, so my low um, of the past week has probably been the saga that I've been going through with my refrigerator. (laughs) (laughs) So the spark notes of the refrigerator saga is that um, me and Ryan, my roommate, our refrigerator has been like smelling really bad for like a month and basically steven was over our apartment last week and realized that the refrigerator is like not cold um and it's been leaking we thought it was leaking water but it turns out it's leaking refrigerant so we had to have someone like come fix it and we like couldn't eat any of the food in our fridge because it was like maybe poisoned (laughs) so (laughs) it's but it's fixed now (laughs) it's fine (laughs) that was kind of stressful um geez i think my high is that so i it's been since it's finals week i've been pretty much like 24 7 at the csc which has been really great and i think one of my favorite moments was probably tuesday afternoon so i do a dance fit class with (laughs) my friends from marching band um and i like usually join it on zoom and so I was asking around people at the CSC who were studying if they wanted to take a break and do dance fit with me. So we had like seven people outside on the patio doing dance fit. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. People kept coming outside and like staring at us. Like, what are you doing? Father Conrad came up and took a video of us. <laughs> it was so much fun, though. Like Stephen and Chris kept like yelling random things. It, re- it was really fun. It was great. Um, and I think my God moment was I was reflecting yesterday in prayer just like on this past week and like how great it's been just like spending pretty much all my time um just like here like spending quality time with people um and just like enjoying that like soaking up like the last like couple days of the semester um yeah I just kind of just reflecting on how like I've seen like this this week just like such like diverse like parts of the heart of Jesus and just like the way I've interacted with like all of my friends and it's just been it's just been amazing like all just all the quality time I've gotten to spend with people this week so god moment for sure I love that Christy (laughs) (laughs) me too (laughs) can confirm I was one of the participants of dance fit and I'm pretty sure the people in common seven who like overlook the CSC I would not be surprised if like we were on someone's snapchat story oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) because Stephen and Chris were yelling pretty loud it's a bunch of Catholics outside dancing (laughs) (laughs) it was an iconic time Uh I want to I want to screenplay of the refrigerator saga before I graduate (laughs) (laughs) it was so exciting it had everything you know it had dramatic highs heart-wrenching lows it was (laughs) one time oh that's awesome one thing that I really enjoyed for Christine from your high low and God moments were kind of reflecting on the last few days of the semester and what's going on. And I think by the time that this airs, we'll be getting into the last few moments of the year 2020, which as many of us don't want to reflect upon it because <laughs> of all the mishappenings that have gone on. I think one thing that comes to mind, at least for me, is the good experience that we had. One in particular was retreat in terms of this semester going on. It's like definitely a highlight of the semester, brought a little bit of normalcy to 
2020 as a whole. And so I think in this segment, there are a couple things is that Christine, I know that you were on our retreat team, like going in there and you gave a fantastic testimony. Definitely want to hear your (laughs) story. Definitely want to hear your stories on that kind of from the administrator side, because Sarah and I talked about this way back in episode one, but just kind of what was going on from the staff side and just kind of your experiences with that. Yeah, so this retreat was definitely a new experience, just in terms of, like, the idea, I guess, that everybody had of it, like, in, like, the early planning phases was so vastly different from what it ended up being. (laughs) But, like... That's okay. I don't know. I think that there was like a lot of good in how different it was this year because yeah, we didn't get the experience of like sleeping in cabins and of like you know, eating together in the dining hall, but throughout all of that, like we were able to have so many experiences that like wouldn't have happened on a normal retreat. Like we got to all like journey to Route 1 together to get meals and then go like sit on the quad while Stephen and I played VeggieTales songs on our guitars <laughs> and we ate Chipotle. Like, it was different for sure, but it was really great. And we did a rosary walk around campus, which was just so cool, like walking around the places that like you walk every day, but like just like, just, like in prayer with all these other people. It was it was pretty awesome. That's awesome. Like I I don't know. I just yeah, we talked about it in the first episode, but, like, seeing you guys do, like, the behind-the-scenes stuff with everything was just, like, really awesome, and I'm, like, really happy for you all that it, like, turned out so well. Um, I think that, like, retreats retreats at the CSC are, like, a highlight of the year for a lot of people, um, just because, like, they're retreats. They're really awesome. Um, and, Christine, okay, you, of all people, are, like thinking about like ah oh, people who have had like cool retreat experiences experiences my like sound is echoing in my ear oh, so it, like that just like <laughs> it sounded like it didn't come out right <laughs> but of like people who have like really cool retreat experiences um or like funny retreat experiences like you are like the one that like comes to mind just because <laughs> like you've done like really cool like really awesome things um so I guess like my first question for you is like Staying a little bit more on, like, the serious side, um, whether it was, like, a CSC retreat or, like, a retreat that you, like, helped at or, like, went to in high school. Like, what has been, like, number one really cool retreat experience moment for you? Oh, geez. Okay. That's a really good question. I'm gonna have to th- okay. So, I think what comes to mind immediately is probably um, – so, I go on this retreat every summer um, – called encounter and actually our very own ann gradowski runs it um it's <laughs> run here at the university of maryland and it's like a local um week-long service camp um and i've been going on it every summer since i was like probably like 14 um and um it's usually like two to three hundred p- participants from like churches kind of all over the area um and it's just a really incredible experience every year um I've so I've yeah I've been five summers now um we didn't we didn't hold it this past summer but um you you get assigned every year to like a like a service site um in the DC area so I've been at like a children's day camp one year I was at um a food and clothes clothes pantry the second year I was at an elderly home um and I did my favorite site was I did um like homeless street ministry 
which was just really really cool oh that's awesome um, yeah that was definitely like probably my best retreat experience just like we spent the whole week probably walked upwards of like five or six miles a day just like <laughs> we would spend the morning um working in we were it was at i believe holy family parish in um, dc and we would spend the mornings like working in their food bank and like making lunches mm. um and then in the afternoon we would just like take a whole like big tupperware of lunches and just walk around the streets and encounter people and it was like every day we would like come home we would just all like sit in like our dorms and like debrief just because like we needed to but just like yeah it was just like so like just encountering jesus all day long in like so <laughs> many different ways like it was like life-giving and like in so many ways that i just wow never would have imagined it was awesome oh. that's amazing i feel like that's such like a really amazing like unique kind of experience that you like got to have with all of that um oh i don't know i just like i don't know i just like really love hearing you like talk about encounter <laughs> just because it's like so cool and <laughs> encounter is pretty amazing <laughs> i had no clue that it was like a thing at umd mm -hmm. um like you guys stay in the dorms and everything yeah like, that's yeah. that's really cool it's super cool Oh, I have to then have to ask the follow-up question with kind of the getting to hear the testimony of that. With every great serious experience <laughs> comes a great funny experience afterwards, mishaps, mistakes, whatever. So kind of from going through the experience, whether it's our retreats before the CSC or afterwards, have any funny stories to share? <laughs> oh my gosh, okay. I have so many. <laughs> I, so... Okay, I need to think of my best ones. So I have like a, I have like a list of, of how many because I was like asking my friends from high school, my friends from Encounter, like, all right, we're making a best of because I need I need a, <laughs> like a stockpile. So I think what comes to mind um, as one of my favorite Encounter stories was okay. There's a couple. So one was so we stayed the past couple years we've stayed in the North Campus dorms. So we stayed in La Plata. Um, which is nice because it's air conditioned uh, <laughs> and all of them are not, but we stayed there a couple, two years ago, I think. Um, and so one night we all come back to our dorms and my friend Mel, who's across the hall from like another parish, she, I just like hear screaming coming from their room and it's like all me and like my friends from my parish, like what's wrong? What's going on? She found a cockroach <gasps> in her bed. No. Yeah. And so her and her roommate Sophie are like, they're like, absolutely not. We are not sleeping in here. This is not happening. <laughs> so she was like, I want to go sleep in the lounge, but it's really scary in there. Like it makes weird noises. So we just all, all like all the girls from my parish and like the two of them decided we were all going to sleep in the lounge. So we all drag our mattresses <laughs> down the hall into the lounge <laughs> and we camped, we slept in the lounge for the rest of the week. And it was great. We got so little sleep, but it was so much fun. So we like, and we had a microwave because it was a lounge. So we kept like making snacks at like two in the morning and we like <laughs> tried to make like nachos with potato chips, but we burned them. And then the whole floor oh, no. smelled like burnt. Really Let's go. Time. So that that was a wild time, and then there was so I think most people are familiar with the game Odds. Um, I think so. It's kind of so it's a little bit like Truth or Dare, but like basically. So okay, so if we were gonna play, I would say like Sarah, and I think of a dare. So like like Sarah, I don't know, like 
odds you like go up to a random guy in the dining hall and like sing happy birthday to him and you would decide if you want to say like one in five one in ten like what the odds are so you say like one in ten and then an unbiased third party will count us down from three and then we both say a number and if we see the same number you got to do it oh no so (laughs) we play odds during encounter like as a camp-wide like ongoing thing just like it does not start or end it just is um and so we use it so we have like a couple like hall of fame odds that people had to do well my my friend joe got odds a couple years ago to sleep in the elevator um (laughs) i don't think he made it the whole night (laughs) i think he gave up at one point um let's see somebody got odds during dinner to like go around and like loudly count 10 redheads like go over and like put your hands on their shoulders and be like one and then go oh my gosh oh my god i got odds one year to take a chair on a table during programming like in and everyone's like coming back to stamp um because that's where we do like all our programming i got odds to sit in the elevator with a chair and a table um and every time the doors open and somebody got on be like hi do you have an appointment <laughs> <laughs> that was a good time that's that makes for a lot of good memories for the appointment thing, are there only encounter people on campus, or is no, it no? <laughs> so it's like university staff and students. Also. Oh yeah. <laughs> and the funniest part is that there's always like during our meal times in the dining halls, there's always like s- like lacrosse camps and like baseball camps and like random people there, <laughs> just and like summer researchers and stuff like in there. And then there's like all these like Catholic kids and like yelling and <laughs> being wild and raucous so it's, it makes for a really exciting experience for sure oh that's amazing <laughs> yeah it's a good time well do you do you have any like retreat stories that stick out i have a couple i have a couple funny ones and then a couple like nice like wholehearted experience encounter ones okay let's hear both uh, I, let's go Let's go ahead and go with the encounter first, because I'll need to save face and hide my head in shame after the second two. <laughs> so I think that for the encounter, the biggest experience that I had was actually my very first CSC. So this was before freshman, sophomore retreat existed, back when fall retreats were everyone together. Okay. And the first experience of Father Rob going around with the monstrance, like during adoration and like praying over Ooh. people's heads is... I've never experienced that before. It's one of the very few times in prayer that I've like broken down into tears because of just how beautiful of a thing that it was. Because just kind of seeing the grace, having Jesus right there, it's like a heal. It's a healing moment, and it's something that I've never experienced before. Actually, to this day, it's one of the main reasons of why I go back to retreats is for that adoration moment. Because before coming here. I never really went to adoration at all. Yeah. It was really kind of that transition experience is why I go to adoration now is because of seeing that power like full handedly there. So I definitely say that was my like encounter one, like my really beautiful experience. Now my funny experiences to save face both happened on a eighth grade retreat. So this is <laughs> for those of you who don't know, I was homeschooled growing up. And so not that I'm an anti, I make fun of myself saying I'm an anti-social homeschool kid now. In eighth grade, I really was that model individual. <laughs> and so this eighth grade retreat with my church was the first time that I'd really like gone away, like done that whole like away retreat, like actually having to socialize with peers that I didn't know. 
And so the first funny experience we had there was we played a game and it was supposed to be a fun educational way to teach kids about the seven virtues and the seven deadly sins. And so how they incorporated this game as every eight-year-old loves is they had the staff there were holding socks that had flour in them. And so essentially your goal was to, you had a card with you. You had to, and there were like seven people representing the virtues. You had to run to each virtue Get them to write your name on the card. Once you get all seven written on your card, you win. The other staff members were with socks with flour in them, and they were supposed to be sin. If they tagged you with it, like the sock hit you with the flour <laughs> sock, you had to go and basically sit there until one of the priests who were there, like, gave, basically made you go to confession, and then you got <laughs> then you got to continue in the game. So the first round, you know what? There wasn't a lot of staff members, a lot of kids. It was relatively fine. Second game, on the other hand, they were like, oh, yeah, this is sin when you're a kid. Now let's go to sins when you're an adult. And they allow kids to then have socks with flour in them. And this oh, is a, no. a case of absolute power corrupts absolutely. <laughs> so... <laughs> So I decide, you know what? I don't want to hit kids with the sock. So I'm running in there. I don't know if you've ever seen a stereotypical sock, but you like sprint out the gate. And then at the corner of your eye, you see like 20 eighth graders all surround you with socks full of flour. That's terrifying. <laughs> and they have basically, they try to get the hardest whack at you because this is the only power they've experienced in your life. <laughs> So, got absolutely, like, pelted with flower socks. But that was my number one story in my introduction to other people outside of my homeschooling community. Second one was we had mass in the... Second story was we had mass in the evening. And so, this was, like... It was a great retreat, you know. Like, felt like really being filled with the Holy Spirit. And so, in one of the masses, like, Father asked, like, have any of you held a grudge before? So I'm like, Holy Spirit. I'm like, I don't know. Maybe I held a grudge before or whatnot. Raised my hand. So William Pellegrino was the whole person in the entire room of about 108th graders who raised his hand. And it wasn't, it wasn't like I was in the back or anything. It was pretty darn obvious to see that I was the only person in the room with my hand raised. And so maybe it was a point of like the Holy Spirit was trying to make out that kind of traumatized me for the rest of the retreat as now I'm like, I don't know, maybe I'm like this hate for eighth graders. Like I'm this hateful person because I'm the only guy in the room to hold the grudge. (laughs) (laughs) Were you supposed to raise your hand? You know, I don't know if you were supposed to or not. I feel like it was. (laughs) I feel like if it was, if it was a rhetorical question and like went completely over my head, I'm pretty sure it was like, raise your hand if you ever did. And I was like, I don't know, maybe I did it or so like, it was one that's like, I don't know if I did, like maybe I did. So then I raised it. And then at this point, I don't know if this relates to in lecture, I never raise my hand ever. Like I can count on one hand how many times I've actually raised my hand in lecture. Like Long lasting trauma associated with that. <laughs> I don't, and maybe that that was the experience that led to it all. But yeah, those are my funny retreat story. I mean, there's other funny like CSC stuff, which is just me being dumb with friends. But those really stand out as like, funny <laughs> retreat stories. <laughs> How about you, Sarah? What socks full of flour <laughs> and getting shamed in front of your entire cohort of eighth graders? <laughs> you no, know, eighth graders, man, like they're pretty. 
they're pretty brutal wow yeah it's it's a it's a harsh world out there and once again this is getting like out of my homeschool zone like i had like the same like three friends for all my experience i'm thrown in with all these other kids who i don't know and this is how i get to meet them (laughs) how about you sarah um all right i have like two more like serious ish ones and then just my like funniest retreat retreat story or like strangest retreat story is from my first ever retreat ever so we'll get to that at the end i think like one of my favorite like retreat stories um if if any of you all know uh stephen mcnearney he's uh like pretty known around the csc for being like the life teen guy shout out to you steven um you're back in texas right now amen um but pretty much uh there's a life teen camp down in georgia called cove crest and um that like i was had the opportunity to go right before my senior year of high school and it was like that was kind of like right around the time where like i was like having my like conversion moment um and that's like that camp was like what sparked that moment for me um but essentially like one of my favorite memories is from like the very first night um and essentially what they tell you when you come to camp is uh like bring uh two outfits that you don't care if you never see them again like (laughs) which like they don't tell you what they're for but it's kind of just like all right well I guess I'll bring like an old t-shirt and some shorts I don't know um but it were there the first night this is like previous like we hadn't had a single like talk yet because usually they start out a retreat with a talk but we hadn't had one at all um and so we get there we're all congregating we had a little dance party and then they tell us to go like change into these clothes um and essentially what ended up happening was we spent the first like couple hours of that retreat like going through an obstacle course but it was like the most intense obstacle course I'd ever been on um you were like army crawling through mud and like like jumping into like trenches that came up to your chest like it was it was wild but um the like really really incredibly beautiful thing that happened right afterwards was um as people were finishing up um this obstacle course there was maybe like a couple hundred people there and so it took a little while for people to go through but we you got to the end um and everyone was just like hanging around this like bonfire covered head to toe to toe completely in dirt um and then they brought out a monstrance and we had adoration like up in this on this like mountain in this like little clearing of trees and it was like such just like the adoration itself was like such a beautiful experience and then I remember like reflecting back on it and like kind of like reflecting on the whole like metaphor of like how that moment like is us like we like quite literally like present ourselves to Jesus in like the absolute dirtiest moments of our lives like right there to him and just like give everything to him and that just like uh, it was just like so cool and it's like an experience and like uh, something that I still come back to um, in my prayer. Um, and then I guess my other, like, I guess this is like more of like a fun, but also serious thing. Um, again, shout out to Steven, but also to Kelly for my freshman sophomore retreat, my first year at um, UMD. 
um, Kelly talked me into going to 2 a.m. adoration, and that was just like a really awesome experience. And uh, that's like one of my favorite parts of CSE retreats is the all night adoration. Um, but um, getting to kind of my last little thing before we wrap things up, um, my like weirdest retreat experience, like I said, it was way back in sixth grade. Um, sixth grade me did not enjoy going to like youth group just because like I was kind of over the whole like CCD thing, like sitting in Sunday school or whatever. Um, but my parents pretty much were like, all right, Sarah, like you have to go on this retreat. And then like, like you don't have to go on another one, but you have to go on this first one. Um, the retreat was like pirates of the Caribbean themed. Um, <laughs> and, like I'm, I'm still to this day, I'm not totally sure how that like tied into our faith. I'm sure there was some like analogy somewhere, but I was too confused. Um, anyways, <laughs> but um, there was this one night. Um, this kind of reminds me a little bit of your story, Will. Um, but there was this one night, and they were like, "All right, guys, we're gonna play this like scavenger hunt game. It's like a super fun game. Um, I think you had to like go around the campus, and you had to like find certain like." pinpoint like checkpoints obstacles what i don't know something you had to go around this campus um and like complete this scavenger hunt um or like this campground and like you were with your small group and stuff like that but then they kind of told us like right before we left they're like oh yeah by the way like you can't get tagged by any of the core team members and we were like oh okay um and then like 15 minutes into this scavenger hunt we're like going around the campground one of the core team members comes running at us but it's not just like him it's him wearing that like octopus villain from the like movies oh my god a mask of like that guy um and so essentially the entirety of the point of the game was to finish the scavenger hunt and not be tagged by like someone in a pirates of the caribbean villain mask um and it was just so strange everybody like the entire scavenger hunt just like went out the window like it it was just quite a time um and now it's just kind of funny i like totally forgot about it for a while and then like somehow it like resurfaced in my memories like a couple weeks ago and i got really excited about it um, just because it was so strange well i think we are probably getting a little bit to the end i'm we say this every single time but like we could keep talking about this for the oh, next yeah. couple of hours yeah. <laughs> But, oh my gosh, Christine, thank you so much for coming on this podcast today. This has, like, been awesome. And oh, thank I you love hearing for, your stories. Thank you guys for having me. <laughs> all right, everyone. Um, we all hope from uh, your friends at the CSC podcast um, that you all have an awesome and safe new year. Um, and, yeah, we'll see you guys in, uh, I guess... 2021. Oh, wow. <laughs> See you guys.